Hello and welcome to the Edge of the Box Football Podcast, the show where we aim to challenge football convention with thought-provoking and outside-of-the-box points of view. Today we're building an all-time starting eleven from two generations of Premier League talent. We're basically comparing players from the noughties and seeing how they stack up against the very best of the last decade or so. Now this recording ran a little long, so I've had to split it into two halves, but in today's episode, we're building the teams, which is going to be anything but easy. I'm your host, Harry Brent. Right, what we're going to do today is we are going to have a little bit of another, a little bit of another, doesn't even make sense. We're going to have a thought experiment. So what we're going to do is, is it's more or less been, there's been two decades now since, uh, since the year 2000, and we thought we would compile the best Premier League eleven from 2000 to 2010 and the best Premier League 11 from 2010 onwards and see which team is going to be better. Uh, and we might even devise a little combined 11 um, just for a bit of fun. So the way this has worked, there's four of us, well, four of us who take part here, only three of us are present, but um, we've had two work on work on the 11 for the, for um, between 2000 and 2010 and two of us have worked on the 11 from 2010 onwards. So, okay, go on. We'll start with, we'll start with the 2000 to 2010 team. We'll start with the goal. Well, what's the, what formation have we got for a start? Let's, 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 let's get that first. Yeah, we oh, uh, we went for, and correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie, a 4-3-3 narrow. What I will say briefly is, is there will be some players who, whose um, Premier League clears, careers span um over both eras but we're gonna be a bit loose with that and we're gonna basically say that wherever they played their best football arguably if they if they um took part in both eras we're gonna choose we're gonna choose that start with goalkeeper okay so in the end we eventually chose petter check petter petter check and we went for check just because during that period of time he was a beast. He was just so, so good, so reliable. And this obviously before his head injury. Mm. Um, he's yeah, he was just so so good. Was a was a stalwart for that Chelsea team, really fitted in into that sort of mentality and, and philosophy. Mm. You may or may not want to add on to that as being a Chelsea fan. Yeah, I mean it to be honest, as I said, we we did this eleven and, and a lot of the positions filled up quite quickly mm. um you know i think his i think his i think his, his sort of legacy speaks for itself doesn't it he mm-hmm. he he other than peter schmeichel i think people in in, in terms of all-time Premier League history kind of put him at the top mm. and you know for a long time that's that he was he was one of the, he was one of the best goalkeepers in the world mm. uh van der Sar, uh, possible you know and then there were other other couple of people but I don't really think anyone got to the levels that that Czech did and and you know it was kind of him and Casillas and Buffon on the world stage for a while so I think it's it's probably any any fair okay back four so right back we went for Gary Neville Genevs yeah Genevs um there wasn't there didn't seem to be a lot of competition like we've talked about this before but there doesn't seem to be a lot of great yeah Right backs in that era. That was an obvious yeah. choice, but maybe not the not, not as high a level as some of the other positions. Mm. Um, and then so centre backs, we went for Terry and Vidic. Yeah. So so obviously, a lot of people listening, I think, would probably choose 
well, I think we'd would be happy happy to have Terry and Vidic, but why no Ferdinand out of interest? Because mm, I, I know you've always been a big fan. I know you've always, yeah. and I I don't really know because I was I think when I was choosing this, I was kind of default Terry Ferdinand, but I kind of consider Ferdinand and Vidic at about the same level, pretty much to a T. Yeah, I, I think Terry would be the firm setting storm yeah. pick there that you could not argue whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a weird one because <clears throat> Terry's. Terry's weight, he's both. So I think I like Vidic because he's just a warrior. Mm. He's only who'll lay his body on the line, which is something that Terry does. You could choose Ferdinand because of his ball playing ability, but John Terry's ball playing ability is as good, if not better, than, than Ferdinand's. And he can use both feet as well. So I think I just went for, for, for Vidic because as an Arsenal fan, when I watched him, he's everything that I always wanted especially nowadays or later on from when we moved from having really good defenders. He's everything yeah. that he's wanted um, a defender, a centre-back to be. And he's got captain material, as does Terry. But I think with those two, you just have two people that will just put their bodies on the line yeah. for the team and to just win at all costs as well. Yeah. And then um, at left-back, there's only <clears throat> ever one option. Lane Baines. <laughs> oh, he's in the next season. <laughs> It's um, Ashley Cole. Yeah, I think we've waxed ly- lyrical about Ashley Cole so much within our pod, but he's without a doubt the best left back as I think has ever played in the Premier League. Maybe that's been biased for our era. I know a lot of people watching this who've watched maybe seventies, eighties, nineties football will disagree, but especially since the turn of the millennium, it's, it's no one other than Ashley Cole. Yeah, there's as as we said, there's lots of players who literally just walked instantly into this team. Mm-hmm. But I think he that's probably the only one that that for me didn't. I didn't even. There's not even a kind of yeah. microsecond of thought. It was like yeah. that. What what am I doing? Considering anything, it's just obviously him. Yeah, hundred <clears throat> percent. So midfield three. So now. midfield three. <laughs> yeah, this was. You got three England players in there, mate. I don't know. Was this one tough for us to decide? <laughs> I feel like this was. I feel again. There's a lot of options, but the three that we chose, I think, were just a cut above the rest. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I think if 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 we had this conversation with Ash and Rowe involved, I think it, there would have been a lot of yeah disagreement because yeah. typically because one player in our three didn't even make their top fives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I think we have kind of similar views on 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 all of, on on these on this generation of midfielders. So yeah. I think for that in that sense it was quite easy. Obviously this is this is the kind of thing that would you take 50 people who watch the prem at this stage and and they'd have you know 30 different not 30 but you know they'd have 10 different different trios because there's so many yeah. options. I feel um, like all of them well maybe not but a lot of them would maybe have these three but in the order it's the order of who they think's best maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, so in the end, we went for Lampard, Vieira and Gerard, And yes, they can play in the same team together. Yeah. All they need is a bloody good holder exactly. behind him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. No Michael Carrick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so obviously, like you've, you've, we've admitted Skulls, Keane, <laughs> uh, Makalele. SCN. Uh, Fabregas, maybe. Fabregas. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Shabby Alonso, there's loads. Um, but I think, as, as I say, I think I think we were we were we 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 were happy with that quite quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. easily, yeah. I, I do think that was a, 
we'll, we'll come we'll come on to obviously when we compare the 11s later but i do think that in some ways that was a kind of unbelievably blessed era of center midfielders like yeah that sort of eight or nine it's, it's eight or nine year period between well yeah there well, that decade was just ridiculous for i don't think english football will have six or seven players in the top 10 midfielders like that ever again but yeah well, at, the risk, again. at the risk of sounding old they don't make them like that anymore mm, no I don't and, think and, so and that's such a, a complete midfield that they can all do everything like <clears throat> score they can tackle they can pass they run for miles and miles and miles it's a complete complete midfield three leaders yeah yeah I mean yeah it's that is just a dream for any manager to have those three players. <clears throat> and then our <laughs> wide, no, narrow forwards. Our narrow, yeah, our, our um, close together forwards. Your yeah, outside forward. forwards. So, it was, it, to be fair, this was, this was somewhat of a tough one. Um, in the, and so we went for Ronaldo, Rooney and Henri. Hmm. The only controversy was, though, was... I so I said Rooney just because I saw him more as a false number nine, someone who'll drop in almost be sort of like a, a narrow diamond mm. in a way. Yeah. Um, but I know has you mentioned Drogba. I mean, I I I sort of saw Drogba and Rooney on about the same level generally. I mean, Rooney was frighteningly good when he in that sort of early uh, yeah. sorry yeah. mid to mid to late noughties period. Um, I suppose in terms of. In terms of our, our formation, just briefly, I, I, even though Ronaldo has developed into a striker, Premier League Ronaldo was a winger. Yeah. So we could quite happily have, you know, some sort of, but and, and Rooney played. Rooney often played wide as well for you know. Anyway, kind of getting away from the point. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I have more of a, obviously being a Chelsea fan, more of a kind of affection for for Drogba than than the rest than the rest of us. But but I was more I was you know. You split for me. It's splitting hairs with 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 Jogba and Rooney, and um, I think if it if it came down to a, a, a you know one off game, I'd probably go Jogba. But look, having Rooney, it, you know, there wasn't during that period. This period, he was undeniably one of the best forwards in the world. So mm. you know, have to go there. And and Henri obviously speaks to himself. He, he's the only other one that kind of went in without a thought. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, obviously yeah. he's going. Um, and we don't really need to say anything about Ronaldo. Everybody knows. Uh, it's just a shame he didn't. He just he just became a ruthless goal hoarder rather than a flamboyant, exciting winger that he was at Man United. Yeah, I think we mentioned yeah. before. It's interesting to see his transformation from, like you said, that very flashy player who did have end product, and then, like you said, just. Just goal. He's like the equivalent of the goal hunger in five-a-side football. Like, oh, yeah. okay, he's getting goals. So he's interested in that shift and that transformation. Yeah, and it, it, when you because you're right. I mean, that he almost is a goal hanger. But the problem is, like, because goal hanger has has a negative connotation because people mm-hmm. think, oh, you're goal hanging because you want to do the least amount of effort for the most amount of mm. kind of glory. But Ronaldo got so good at it that it, it yeah. became an impressive thing because he, yeah. he was so he knew exactly where to be and knew exactly yeah. where to put himself and what runs to make and what runs not to make and 
but he was still a goal. <laughs> yeah, and it's no, and it's no disrespect. It's more just in the sense of his emphasis on wanting to score goals. So to to sort of briefly sum up there, so we have um, in goal Petr Cech, yeah, back four of Gary Neville, John Terry, Nemanja Vidic, <laughs> Ashley Cole. Uh, midfield three of Patrick Vieira, Stephen Gerrard and Frank Lampard. And then a front three of Thierry Henry, Wayne Rooney and Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, um, personally, I, I kind of picked itself, really. <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, it, it didn't really take as long. Who would be the Who'd manager? Who would be the manager? Oh, that's a question. Wenger, Fergie or Mourinho? God, it's, it's tough, isn't it? I think in terms of... I th- for me, I mean, for me, it's Mourinho. I, I, I what can't... a surprise, Harry! Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be biased, but by I just I think that when when Mourinho came in and he and he spent three years in the Prem, he got the better of Ferguson and Wenger, obviously, but he got the better of Ferguson. And Ferguson is obviously the, the obvious choice because of his longevity and and all and all of that. But I think that again, if you if you go in the kind of mindset of you picking a one-off game, and it's not just about one-off games, but I just think that. That at his best, Mourinho at his best, Mourinho is better than Ferguson. Mourinho teams could beat Ferguson teams. Do you like the way in which they beat those teams? Because for me, it's about style and philosophy. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but you think back to the the Chelsea team that, that Mourinho had, and this is the Mourinho we're discussing. Incredibly attacking. I mean, they they were they were defensive as well because not defensive as in they were defensively astute. They set yeah. records for being defensive, but yeah. they were attractive attacking. Well balanced team. They're Robin and Duff racing forward on the wings, and but we're, talk, we're talking about Duff, we're talking about good Jose. We're talking about charismatic, yeah, exactly. fun, like smiling Jose. Like Special some people, one. Yeah, we're not talking about the miserable <laughs> sod that came back in 2014 20, 13 when we came back. <laughs> this is the nice, fun, successful Jose. Yeah, yeah, mercurial kept everyone on. And you've got to remember the the period, you know. At the end of this decade that we want to talk about, he also then did did all that stuff with Inter Milan. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I mean the other the other reason I go Mourinho is is, is because of the four three three. I mean, for, I mean, mm. I, I decided to completely discount Wenger, but I, <laughs> I I don't think I don't think Wenger You're ever, the only one who has Harry. <laughs> other, than, other than odd on odd occasions, I don't think he ever really got the better of Ferguson, and he obviously certainly never got the better of Mourinho. So I can't really. Mm. Consider him, but I—I I mean, this is just me talking. I don't know how you feel. I don't. I mean, my first thought was Fergie, just because of the type of football. Um, but I think you're right. I think there probably is a misconception of Mourinho teams as being, and I think it's maybe in the latter stages of Mourinho's mm. career as well that we've seen, like when he came back to the Premier League with Chelsea United, etc., yeah. Tottenham that people more see that side of Chelsea or Mourinho's management as opposed to, like you said, the the pre-2010s where they were defensively astute, but they did have a lot of forward prowess and there's a lot of fluidity and movement. But I don't know. I just look at that team and I just think, what would Fergie have done with that team? With Gerard, Lampard, Vieira? He'd have, he'd have stuck Gerard on the left. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have played Ronaldo wide right, and and they may have won the title, and they would have won the. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a mentality thing. Maybe you're right. He's not. We look at Fergie and we focus on his man management, and maybe not his tactical like astuteness. But 
what he won in the game and how successful he was is obviously undeniable. But I think either way, whoever, whichever manager it was, would probably win everything with that team. All right, we'll go on. We'll go on to post twenty ten. So, Ash, you you compiled this eleven with with uh, <laughs> with, with our fellow guest Josh, who isn't here. <laughs> um, but go on, take take it away. What's your formation for a start? So I've gone with a four three three. Okay, nice. That helps us compare. Narrow. Let's go narrow. We'll go narrow. Yeah, just to keep with it. So starting off with the goalkeeper. I was contemplating around whether it would be acceptable to have Petr Cech in there. Okay. <clears throat> I was contemplating that, and I thought probably it, it probably wouldn't be, especially as we're definitely in the, the decade previous, so I decided against that. Mm. But I feel like he very easily could have been in there as well. Yeah. Um, so I've, the goalkeeper I went with is, is one that adds, has added so much to the team he's been at for the period of time, he's been such an influential player there. And I think if you take out of consideration like recent form or like the last few years, last year or two, it's, it's going to be David De Gea. Mm. I think that, you know, the, 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 what he's given to Manchester United while he's been there, I think he's been their player of the year, like four, four, four seasons out of five or, or something. I, I think there's definitely top four, uh, top four races that they've won being in that he has definitely been a main contributed factor to uh, there's games that he's won single-handedly pretty much he's fantastic and I think he's been fantastic for a very long time he's been very good for Manchester United you know. I think m- most people probably I think you know it wouldn't be universal but most people probably would say would say to her as well but out of interest who, who else were you considering like I said, Petr Cech. Obviously, you've got yeah. the two Brazilians that are fantastic at the moment uh, I think there was a shout for the race you wouldn't. No one considers Courtois. Yeah, you mentioned Courtois, but no. I just, I, I just. What I find, I don't think it's a joke for, for the record, but I just think that the, the amount of respect he now gets because he's because he's Real Madrid's uh, goalkeeper. Like so many people, you say, "Oh yeah, no, he's absolutely one of the like top three. Like he get he, that's the treatment he gets. I, I'm not suggesting there's an agenda against Chelsea because there isn't. That's fans who say that are, are stupid. But I, I do think there was a kind of because he was around during De Gea's best years I think so he was always kind of like oh yeah no he's not quite as good I didn't agree with that but I thought he was a much more rounded keeper um, but it slightly annoys me to see that people now sort of go oh yeah no he's definitely one of the you know absolutely yeah one of the best and it's like he's the same keeper he was he was just doing all this at Stamford Bridge won two titles but anyway my two cents Mourinho, <laughs> Courtois. Right. Um, so we've gone for a back four. I'll yeah. go left to right. Um, I think I think the left back was a was a weird one because uh, it, it feels weird to say Andy Robertson. I don't know why it feels weird to say Andy Robertson. I think he's very very good. I, th- I think he, <laughs> you know, he's probably the best att- one of, one, of, one of the best attacking left backs in the world. But it feels weird to put him in my team. I, I don't know why. What are your guys? What are your guys' thoughts on that? Too soon, maybe. Yeah, potentially. I think that's just it, really. I mean, just, just too soon. But I think if you if you look at his performances since he's been at Liverpool, then who who else holds a candle to that within that decade? I think I think that's it. There's not a huge amount of candidates to kind of rival rival him, really. I mean, 
you think of the strong teams, Man City have not, that's kind of, since Guardiola's come in, that's kind of been the one position that they haven't really been able to I think, I think the only one that you could argue is probably Luca Dean. Luca Dean's been second to him in everything. I yeah. um, I said Patrice Evra. Yeah, Just Patrice Evra would be a, yeah, this is the other thing, because again, he's another player that kind of was yeah. split between the two the two decades. So he was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, See that, yeah. Mm. There hasn't been, like, like, you know, Chelsea have not had a strong, Marcus particularly Marcus. strong, strong left back. Um, I've got Ben Chilwell now, but you know, it's far mm. too early for that. Mm. I think uh, Ben Chilwell is very good. He just obviously has been a bit unfortunate with injuries. Yeah, I think playing as that left wing back in a typical <clears throat> system, he's, I think it's fantastic. And as for the quite play there for, for play left back for a few seasons, yeah. but was Marcus Alonso. So, but yeah, yeah, he's, he, ain't, he ain't getting in any team, man. No, no, exactly. Uh, I don't think he gets in Chelsea fans' team. Um, so yeah, I think I think Robertson is not a kind of someone who who or, or walks in because of who he is and what he's done necessarily. But I think he, but you know, he's he's good enough to to justify a place there. I ain't gonna say best of a bad bunch because it's not. Yeah, that's yeah. a limited. Bunch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but still very like one of the best in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, at the moment, anyway, for the last few seasons. Mm. Uh, next up, we've got left side of the centre back of Virgil van Dijk. Virgil, Liverpool man, probably the best defender in the world right now. Uh, probably has been for quite a bit of time. To the right side of the centre back, I've got Vinny Comp. Yeah, company. Yeah, Vinny Company. I think again, another one you can't really argue. I think he's been instrumental to all the pretty much all the success of Manchester City over that period of time he was there. I think he's a natural-born leader. I think he's fantastic with the youth. He's a great role model for them. He's a great little standout, talismanic figure for Man City or a club that don't really have too many of them. I think you know, that's another one that kind of just deserves to be in there. Mm. Uh, then we move forward to the right-hand side. Uh, we go to the right-back and I picked Kyle Walker. Oh, Come for Carol. Love that. It's actually Rose Choice. That's why I didn't want to do it. Is it? Wow. Obviously, same as he's been at State quite a few years. Obviously, he's fantastic at Tottenham. I think he's been really, really solid. I think he gets not enough credit, to be honest. I don't think he gets credit he deserves. I think he's very versatile. He can fit in at that right sided centre back spot if someone wants to push up a little bit. He's got that recovery pace. I know everyone talks about Carl Walker's pace, but he's so, so fast. He's so. Fast off. Recovery pace. Yeah, he needs that. He needs recovery pace a lot. He does a lot of recovery. Can I ask, guys? So I yeah. know you're a fan of Alexander Arnold, like a big fan. Why did you go with Walker over him? I think there's there's more choice at right back. That's the thing. It's too soon. It's it's okay. far too soon. I think if there was more, if there was like a Walker esque figure at left back, I'd have chosen him over Robertson. Because I feel like it's too soon for Robo as well. Wow. But I do, I do really like Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold is potentially the best uh, right-back in the world. Wow. I think it's probably too soon for him to get into this team. Uh, just on, based on, you know, if we're basing it off 2010 onwards. Why not ask Billy Quetta? Is he a bit boring, isn't he, really? <laughs> That's, that, that, is, that is his sort of problem. He's a PR problem with him, isn't it? It's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what are the yeah, other, no, the only obviously other... There's, there's a lot of choice for right back, isn't there? <laughs> obviously, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's bad because he's, he's fantastically solid. I believe on the last part I said he was, you know, Chelsea's underrated player, right? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, no, I think he gave him a, yeah, I said that for quite a mention. Is he not? Yeah, but, leagues most underrated player potentially. Uh, potentially, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but still, he's not getting in my eleven. <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking more about a team that can win. You know what I mean? And oh, that's what wow. I, I want some blistering pace on my right hand side, overlapping my uh, right winger to bang, bang some crosses in. I, um, I you're not going to defend your boy Dave. Well, I, I mean, first of all, I don't really think that the format should be that that I should just every time think that Ash has made a wrong decision, I should interject and tell him he's wrong. I don't. But look, Chelsea, Harry. I, I, I mean, look, I do. I would have picked Aspetta there. I don't think I was. I, I mean, I've got strong opinions on Walker, and not a lot of them are positive. Um, <laughs> really? Well, I, th- I think that he's he he's he's a bit he's a bit like Alexander Arnold in, in that sense. Like the, the he does some. Really, he got, does some the things he's good at. He's really good at, and you know his his physical attributes are really good. He's really good on the ball. Obviously, his pace is is so helpful to a team. But like Alexander Arnold, his weaknesses are fucking weak, and I think it's detrimental. Do you not to think teams. he's pretty solid defender? No, I mean he, he's, I think he's people are blinded by his pace and strength. Yes, he's a good yeah. Nine terms of like defending is being there to help defend, right? He's he's so often out of position. He so often causes. Causes issues that yeah, but often he, you don't he, attribute he can to him. Be out of that position. He, he can be more out of position because he's but, quicker to get back. Okay, but you but you notice, <laughs> but this is <laughs> yeah. You you, no, you notice it when he's out of position and he recovers, but often you don't notice it. He's out of position and someone else has to so has to fill yeah, in. You, don't, you just don't think big. about it. And you know, look, he's 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 a, he's a I don't mean to say this as an insult but he's a perfect FIFA player in the sense that he's fast strong and like yeah but 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 I think that and I think that to be honest I think Guardiola has has bought him and and has stuck with him for the fact that he feels that his positives outweigh the negatives and they probably do Mm. I just don't know whether you know I I, I've always just thought that that I, I wouldn't trust him in a in a team that that doesn't particularly play to his strengths or or have a you know ridiculous amount of the amount of the ball, he's like the type of player where there'll be things because he's gone away with making loads of mistakes because of his pace. I don't think he's trained himself to actually be a good defender. Yeah, mm. potentially. Um, and I think and I, getting, I think getting a bit older that'll catch up with him a bit more. But that's why I like Aspiriqueta, Dave. That exact reason because he's not fast or strong yeah. or anything like that and, and he's not fast and, or strong or technical on the ball but he deserves to be <laughs> but, but he he's deserves got, to be in this no state. he's he's techni- he is technical on the ball but he's not like he's not a, he's not like a, he's, he's a, a defender first foremost yeah. yeah he's and he's it, not like but you don't he's he's not fast and he's not strong but you don't notice it you notice Walker's quick because he's always having to use it <laughs> yeah yeah always oh, he's, he's come back yeah yeah yeah, but if if you've got a if you're a defender there who is that fast, it allows the rest of the team to be so much further up the pitch. It, look, I'm not saying that he, have, he, right. him being him being fast doesn't help, but like if you have a player who's ridiculously rapid who doesn't track back, you know, like a winger, let's just say a winger doesn't track back, and he can say, "Well, I don't need to track back because I'm really fast. I can just make up the ground." Yeah, the, but the manager will say, "Look, you're fuck, you're fucking us, mate." Like you, you know, yeah. he's the equivalent of a winger that can't doesn't have end product. He's he's resting on the one thing that he has without working on the other things that are required for his position. That's how I see Kyle Walker. He's like when Adama Traore was quite bad. Like he'll go past people, but he wouldn't have any end product. Mm. I feel like that. But with Kyle Walker, we've defended. 
we, we, we'll, we'll move on, but just very briefly, um, the only other two that I could think of that, that could have been considered, Zabaleta and Ivanovic. Mm-hmm. But, but, but all right. right. Guys, so midfield two midfielders that are firm, right? And one that's a bit up in the air at the moment. So the two that are firm, I've got David Silva. Right. Obviously, I, I think it's similar to a Vincent Company-esque figure for Man City. I think he's been so, so good for such a long time. Clever, very clever, you know. Very yeah, no, he I think he worked well in a midfield with my other midfield at the firm, which is Kevin De Bruyne. I think, I think with Kevin De Bruyne, I think I, you don't need to argue that whatsoever. I think he's one of the best passers of a ball in the world. Uh, he, just the way that he can not be on a wing, he, he'll be somewhat like in a half space, but deliver a cross. That's, <laughs> but you know, it, it looks as though it's come from out wide. The amount of like, whip and curl he gets on the ball from like a half space, you know what I mean? It's, mm. I, 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 can't, I can't see anyone else who can do that stuff. I was going to say him or Trent when it comes to delivery. It depends. I don't feel like Trent is actually able to do it from as you know far in field, yeah, but as far towards the middle as the brain can do it. Mm. So I, I'd say. If you if you're more on a wing, I'd say Trent. But if, if you're more further Central. to the middle of the field, I'd say De Bruyne. I mean, if you are positionally, yeah. yeah. Mm. But I, th- I think they could both do it from any area. But I just think it'd be better from certain areas. I mean, mm. yeah. Who would you say has? Um, my instinct is Trent. I I think that he's you know I I just. I go on instincts with, with these sorts of things. I'm just trying to think, who am I more afraid of when they have the ball? I mean, perhaps it's because Liverpool are kind of more of a crossy team, maybe. But um, uh, I think I think he can. He can. I think Trent often does sit in those in it, in it uh, if you want to call it the half space, um, mm. and and play those crosses in from quite narrow positions. But yeah, De Bruyne is very close. Cross. Yeah. 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 And then the last one is between between. So you are, right? Moussa Dembele is my honourable mention because he has to be. He's, <laughs> he's my honourable mention. Yeah. He would get in there if these other two, if these other three weren't in there. List his achievements oh. on the back of a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> on the back of a postcard? Back of a postage stamp. That's the phrase. <laughs> Fucked it up. Sorry. The postcard. You can write quite a bit yeah, on that. quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's got to be uh, N'Golo Kante, right? Oh, thank God. Jesus. Yeah. Right. It's got to be. I was going to kick you out if he wasn't in there. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think I he's would... quite a good, a good balance in the midfield as well if you have him there. Um, yeah. Obviously, I know Harry, you seem as a bit of a, a box to box, don't you? Which, which yeah. to be fair, he is. But I think he's, he could be very good as a bit more of a holder, a bit more of a, you know, what's, what's the phrase? Water carrier? Yeah, I don't know whether whether we're doing this eleven as as a specific. How would you build a team in terms of roles, or whether it's just kind of you know picking pick, like picking three midfielders and yeah. they're yeah, because I don't I don't really think Kante is a holder at all. But look, I, I don't think that's what this exercise is. Um, Vieira is not strictly a holder either, but we had him as a as a holder in our you know Vieira is box to box as well, so. Um, that's the thing with these midfielders they're very versatile they do lots of different things yeah yeah because De Bruyne and David Silva could well certainly David Silva you could even put as a forward kind of thing so 
Yeah. Uh, or where the point as well, I suppose. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. No Yaya Torre. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, if we had yeah, the Man City guy here, we might have had a bit more of a, a bit there's, more. There's of a lot of. Um, obviously, there's a lot of players that could fit in any position. Right? There's been a lot of good players in that decade. But I think, would you put Yaya Torre in over Kante? Oh God, no. Um, yeah, but but I think I just I wondered whether, again, it might have been a, to have a City fan perspective on it. But we, you know, for there was a kind of two or three year period where he was just like, yeah, I guess I, I'd say re- reached heights that De Bruyne hasn't. And, and <laughs> there has been some company, Carl Walker. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne and David Silver in there, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, but yeah, I had yeah. No, I, I had Tory in over Silver. Did you? Mm. And I, I had Tory over Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. Wow. But I, not that I think that that would be a well balanced. I think if you had a midfield of Silver, <laughs> Tory, and Kante, I really don't think that would get the best out of <laughs> any, any of them. <laughs> but, but that would be mine. Right, forwards. Which which oh. side do you want to start on? Left or right? Left. Uh, left, left please. Is that Eden Hazard? Can't be Eden Hazard. I think he's one of, in his in his day at Chelsea, he's been one of the best players in the world. Mm. I think you know, Ballon d'Or challenging level of, of brilliant. I, I think mm. he's fantastic with the ball. I think he's an absolute genius. The the ball is almost super glued to his feet. At times, mm. uh, and I just can't think of anyone who's been better on the left wing mm. since he's been in the Premier League. Mm. That's no one. That's not Mane. Not... Alexi Sanchez. I would argue. Nope. Oh, fair play. No, I, I do. I disagree. Mm. Of course, you would, Tottenham fan. <laughs> what? What? Put a Chelsea player in there? Yeah, they love Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> you hate Arsenal more. But um, yeah, I mean, I guys, I hate everyone equally. <laughs> all, all London clubs equally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I honestly don't think anyone can argue with Eden Hazard there. I think, you know, he's special, special player. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to the right hand side. <laughs> and we got the Egyptian dynamite, Mohamed Salah, and I'm not winding you all up this time. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, I've got Mohamed Salah in there. I think since he's come to the Premier League, there's been no one better on the, you know, on on that on that right side. Even you know, he, he does probably play more as a striker. Wow, Bale. Wow, even I had Bale in. What about Bale? I'm surprised. I'm so sur- well, I mean, I'm not that surprised because I know I that- went off like goal scoring, right? You got to think. But Bale is a Bale Salah. is a winger and, and Salah is uh, a striker. How long has Salah been in the Premier League? Hey, how long has Salah been in the Premier League now? Four and a half years. Four and a half years, right? So that's about forty percent of that decade, ish. Yeah, just under that, maybe. And yeah. he has been <laughs> up there, the top scorer. One season, he absolutely smashed it. Yeah, right. It was absolutely unplayable every single game. Right, and yeah. since then he's been up there for yeah. that record every single season without fail. He's been so yeah. consistent. He's unbelievable, unbelievable goal scorer. But 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 that, you're comparing him to Bale on goals. That's not the right way to compare them. I don't think. Possibly not. But as well as as well as that, I'd say well maybe just this season or the season previous. His overall games improved so much. Obviously, I watch a lot of Liverpool mm. in this house. He's got so much better just in terms of his mentality, his ability, you know, his 
<laughs> he wants to pass the ball more now. He's happy with an assist. It's weird, Ash. It's like his goal scoring record speaks for itself without a doubt. But yeah, yeah. I still don't see him on the level of Bale was when he was at his prime. Like Bale was like a I agree. global superstar. Like he was I agree. Like, I, I think we're player. I think we're in the in the England at the moment, we're kind of shrouded by this the amount of goals he scores. And he does score an amazing amount of goals. He's yeah. got an unbelievable ability, but I don't really think he offers that much outside the box. Mm. You think? Uh, well, I'm not saying he doesn't offer anything like Chris, you know, like Cristiano Ronaldo or whatever. But I, but I, I think that the very best players are just unbelievable whenever they've got the ball in whatever aspect. And Bale had that ability. I mean, you talk, you go back to the when Bale's last season in the Prem before he moved to Real Madrid. Yeah, he 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 just dragged a pretty you know. Six, mediocre, great mediocre Tottenham team into. I mean, they didn't get in the top four in the end, but. Um, you know, just score, just scoring unbelievable last-minute goals, and just just doing everything incredible. I mean, you know, and then you go back back a bit further when he was tearing into Milan apart and all this stuff. Like Salah has an unbelievable goal record, but I don't think he's this like genius player that that uh, that is is when you talk about Henri Bale, um, even people like Rooney. I don't think he's quite there I, these goals may speak for itself but we get too obsessed with goals you know goals just yeah, I, think, I think if you if you've constantly got two players marking you for 90 minutes and you're still and they still cannot find a way to stop you every single game yeah you, mate, you've got to be you've got to be up there you've got to be you've got yeah. to be talked about in that level maybe but you know as i said i, I don't you know <sighs> Liverpool are an incredibly attacking team who who have an amazing sort of way of breaking teams down and getting getting through, and he's their best their best striker at that. You know, I, who would you have chosen, Ash, if let's say Hazard also played right wing or Salah played left wing? Who would you have chosen, Hazard or Salah? Hazard. That was going to be one of my "Who would you rather" takes, but I, I, I was, oh. I wasn't, I was a bit afraid of what the answer might be, so I didn't want to. So why, so why still Hazard then? Uh, I, I, I think my praise of Eden Hazard shrouds a lot of that. To be honest with you, because <laughs> I feel like it's the same reason that me and Harry are saying with Bale. Yeah, potentially. Maybe I should be a bit more in favour of Gareth Bale. <laughs> yeah. Why am I backing Gareth Bale? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I personally think that Salah is. I, I really do think he's really good. Obviously, he is. But is he like the top echelons? Like, that? yeah, I, I, I think he is. I think obviously he, he did an interview, didn't he? Um, hmm. Where he said that you know if he was playing for Barcelona or Real Madrid when he had that you know record-breaking season where he scored all those goals and he'd done this, and he said um, if it feels like if he was playing for those teams in that season that he would have won the Ballon d'Or. Right, and, and maybe I agree with him. Maybe I don't, but I feel like he definitely would have placed a lot higher. I see. I see it. this. I see this a lot from coming from sections of the media now. They're kind of like, "Oh, does you know, does Salah get the credit he deserves?" And I, perhaps not in in Europe, but I'm sorry, people effing love him in England. There's no like, you know, oh, we don't appreciate him. People don't stop going on about him. Like you know, and and there's and and with good reason, you know, he's 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 a you know ridiculously you know he's a ridiculous player and a really good team scoring a load of goals. But I don't know if this you know this whole oh I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm getting unfavoured because Liverpool have been massive team. I don't know what he's. I don't buy that at all. You know, 
and and again i don't think that we we need to stop this obsession with just goals man like goals yes he's got a lot of assists as well yeah I'm, look, I'm not i'm not saying that he's just goals or anything like that but but we need to we, we there's a there's an increased kind of consciousness of when, you, when people compare two players, right? He has 36 goals and he has 34 goals. Well, obviously, the 36 goal guy is better. It's just rubbish. Well, it depends on the HD. <laughs> but you're right. Goals, it's a very measurable, easily measurable metric that does yeah. give quite a lot of information. It's, it does, but it, it's not a definitive. It doesn't give the whole picture, no. Of anything, really. But I think he's very, very good. <laughs> he passes it, the eye test as well, does he not? Yeah, and I, I think that he also gets all the time. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I think again when 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 I talked earlier about judging players on instinct, and I, you know, I, I sort of think of players that I'm a, that I'm afraid of. Obviously, in the box, I get I get afraid of Salah. But this is what I said outside the box: if Bale has the ball outside the box and in the box, I'm terrified. If Henri has the ball outside the box in the box, terrified. Hazard, ditto. Yeah. I don't think I, I just think that Salah is is. I, it's not. An, it's not fair to call him a goal, uh, like a goal hanger, like Ronaldo, because he's not. But I don't. I just, I, 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 just, I don't see what he offers in terms of other than other than the end product, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I, again, I think that's when I side. I side with Dave on this, where it's just. I think he's just a tier below that truly special, kind of unbelievable all round, you know, genius kind of player. For me, it's if you put Salah in the team that you mentioned before has that Tottenham team where he literally dragged them through the mud. I don't think he gets anywhere near the amount of goals no. or Bale got. Mm. Like that's for me a special player where he's still a, a superstar, still seen as incredible, even without the goals. He's he's just the main guy, like you said with my like Omri and all the other players. But yeah. That is very, very interesting, though, Ash, that he's still on the side. Would you not say Salah's the best player in the world at the moment? Again, if you're going off, if you're going off goals, yeah, he is. But if you're general form. Again, but Other than Harry Kane. Form is because of his goals. Form as a stri- as a forward, as a striker. He's All right, and you've got a forward and you've got yeah. a striker scoring a lot of goals. That's what you want, right? <laughs> but there's, I mean, there's that, there's that narrative, but I don't, I think, we're, we're sort of hungry for, for someone because Messi it was always who's the best player in the world Messi Ronaldo we're kind of hungry to have someone and he's the kind of different, like but yeah. how do you how do you define it I mean like on the basis of, of the, the, the Carabao Cup final flipping Edouard Mendy's the best player in the world or you know like you can judge it however you like but I don't I don't think that obviously that's not what I'm saying I just don't truly believe that but <laughs> yeah, I, I, people talk. There's this narrative of, oh, yeah, Salah's the best player in the world now, and like blah 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 blah. But I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't really, I don't see what everyone else is seeing. But anyway, we're, I, 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 hopefully I, that's the most controversial. We're scrutinising. <laughs> yeah. You were scrutinising. Well, still got one more shit. prediction left. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think this is this is going to. Who do you think's up top, eh? Uh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> um, La- Kevin, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Yeah, right, so and, you know, I'm not going to take any stick on this. Harry Kane is <laughs> unbelievable. He is absolutely the most complete football player in the world. He has passing on the level of Kevin De Bruyne. He is, is finishing his next level. His ability to dribble past opponents is also fantastic. He chips in defensively. He has an amazing work rate. He's good in the air. He's <clears throat> imperfect as a football player. 
Okay, um, don't follow though. Okay, hundred times out, hundred times out. Hang on. So why why is Kane not the best player in the world in your eyes? Then <laughs> you just said Salah was. I, no, I just said, I just said. Apart from Harry Kane, <laughs> did I not? <laughs> Uh, no, look, I, I love Harry Kane, and and, and I, 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 in, I, I, I'm assuming in your head it was the choice between Aguero, and Kane, and Aguero, and I would agree with you on that. Um, though I think that when Dave and I were predicting what your team would be, I think we went for someone else. But 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 Kane, oh God, Kane would be a close second to this guy. Uh, did you pick the same as one as I, as I did, Dave? But anyway, Luis Suarez is who I went. But I love Kane, and I, yeah. I really do respect uh, you, the things you, he's done in. Yeah, yeah, you said that they'll choose Aguero. Yeah, again, I thought, I just was assuming Roe would, would be pushing. Yeah, maybe if I had a bit more input, then <laughs> that might have been swayed slightly. But but, but still, I, I, to be honest, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think Kane over Aguero, I would I would do. Um, I, I, I think you can't name a more complete forward in the world but, or that has ever played football ever, to be honest with you. Messi. Not a complete forward. Forward, striker, Henri. Um, I mean, I would I argue. Would I would argue that that as much as again, I'm not. I'm Rooney, sure not yeah, I, I would say. I would say Rooney. I would say it is best. Yeah, let's talk about Rooney. Let's talk, let's talk about the guy who's about to smash his, his England goal scoring record at 28. <laughs> uh, look, I love Kane. I, I really have a lot of time for him, and I do think that he will yeah. be up there and and is up there and all that stuff. But, but whether He's the greatest. Yeah. Um, How come you can go with him, even though is it not too soon in the same way that we mentioned, like Robbo? Well, no, Harry Kane's had his entire career at Tottenham in the Premier League. Right? He's been there. He's been breakout there since what 2014? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's what six, seven years. That's 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 almost a decade in itself. That he's been there and he's been being talked about like a one season wonder, and he's proven it wrong every single season that he is. I remember that, yeah, the one season. And even so, he developed so much, maybe so he's lost, lost, lost a bit of pace, right? <laughs> they changed his game completely. Now he he drops deep and he can he plays <laughs> he plays long balls with such precision that it's actually laughable that he's top in like say we talk about Gareth Bale, right, and pulling a mediocre Tottenham team through, right? This Tottenham team is a lot better than that one, right? Mm-hmm. You you would agree with that. With a lot better players in every position, and he's he's their best he's their best midfielder. He's their best attacking midfielder. He's their best striker. He's yeah. you know he's their best winger. He he, he, he does the best crosses. If 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 he wasn't six foot two and decent in the air as well, he'd take the corners. Oh, we had that in Euro twenty sixteen. Yeah, we had that. In Euro we, didn't, we didn't like it. <laughs> No, we had that in Euro 2016, weren't it? Yeah. Because he, he's so good at taking corners. Yeah, he's but, so good technically. But he took a few bad ones and the fans were like, why is he taking corners? <laughs> no, he, look, he, he, he has morphed himself into this, into this guy who can do so much and, and, and he has, you, can only, you can only commend him for that. And I agree. I think that, that it, in some ways, even though it is recognised, it sort of doesn't get spoken about how much he's kind of developed. I still think there's another level for him to go up in terms of, in terms of, you know. But do, do you think he'd be able to reach it? I don't know. I mean, it's a good. I don't know. I like. I do. I I think he's got it in him. He's getting better every day. I think the question is, can he make it if he stays at Tottenham? 
Yeah, yeah, potentially the question, yeah. Will it take like a Pep Guardiola to then take him to that next level or? But he's got an Antonio Conte for now. Mm, right, if, if you want to recount. What about manager? That, oh, yeah, manager. Pep Guardiola. <laughs> Yeah, easy to listen. Yeah. So we've got so that that team was David De Gea, Kyle Walker, Vincent Company, Vin, Virgil Van Dyke, Andy Robertson. Uh, midfield three of David Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, and Kante, and then a forward line of Hazard, Salah, and Kane. Up against uh, Petr Cech in goal, Gary Neville, Terry, uh, Vidic, and Ashley Cole. Lampard, Vieira, Gerrard in midfield and Ronaldo Rooney Henri up front. Right, as I said at the top of the show, the episode is going to run a little long, so we're going to have to cut it there. Uh, on next week's episode, we'll be directly comparing the two sides we've built and trying to decide which is better. John Terry versus Virgil van Dijk, Steven Gerrard versus Kevin De Bruyne, Harry Kane versus Wayne Rooney, something's got to give. We'll see you next week.